you don't have to do everything and be everything to everyone all the time. And that taking some time for yourself and really, truly, again, being present, being in the moment, not um, allowing yourself to just uh, unravel at every small little thing that happens in your life is really, really what true happiness is about. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by... For whatever reason, you can't get to the gym. Don't worry, you don't need to. Your most important piece of fitness equipment is your body. You don't need weights, you don't need special cardio equipment, you don't even need much space. So check out my wonderful world of minimalism, and guess what? You can actually keep your clothes on, you can get a great workout with no equipment, Naked Fitness, available at Amazon.com. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm joined by Tara Perrin. Tara is a life optimization professional and uh, very seems like a very well-rounded approach to just overall health. Tara, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Chris. I appreciate being here. So um, give a, a little more in-depth as far as your you know, biography, who you are, kind of how you stumbled upon this uh, part of your life and, and kind of who you help with that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have a story. I had been in pharmaceutical sales my whole career and it was basically killing me because it really wasn't in my soul's purpose to do pill pushing, if you will. And that's really what it came down to. It's, you know, talking to doctors about identifying patients to get on pills. And I was always into nutrition, a triathlete, um, a marathoner, you know, I've been a personal trainer and done all kinds of things in the fitness world. So for me personally, I was all about, okay, let's talk about nutrition. Let's talk about the real important stuff, you know, baseline stuff. Um, so really what happened was I was the healthiest I had ever been. I got diagnosed with breast cancer and was completely floored. So now I'm sidelined from all the activities that I enjoy doing and kind of angry at the same time because I had just been at the doctor's office and everything was perfect. Meanwhile, I had been to every gastroenterologist because my gut was in a bad situation. And so I didn't get any answers. You know, everybody was like, you're fine, you're fine. And I kept saying, no, I'm not. And then I got diagnosed with breast cancer. So, I mean, it, it was years of gut issues before this actually came to head. But with that journey, I started to dive deeper and say, traditional healthcare is not actually preventing me from getting a diagnosis. And it was literally a wake up call for me. And I started digging, looking at functional medicine practitioners because, you know, I always did like lemon water in the morning and, you know, ate low fat and high protein and shakes and all the things. So that's why it was so shocking to me that how did this happen to me? So 
With that being said, my journey led me to functional medicine and in particular to very specific, unique testing that is not testing you get done at your primary care office or even a specialist office because I had been to top gastroenterologists and they, you know, did the traditional scope and the upper endoscopy and came back with no diagnosis. And there was nothing wrong with me, even though I, I was a mess internally. Right. So that's really why I wanted to um, get deeper and really truly prevent people from getting a diagnosis. Because if, if your biochemistry is off, it's coming. It's just a matter of when. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And you're talking about, um, before we started recording about unique, how did you, how did you say it? Nutrition, your unique nutrition status. Right. And you even mentioned, which is, I hope people listening to this kind of heard you and said, what? Like, cause you said you were the healthiest you'd ever been. And then you were diagnosed with breast cancer because or not because, but like into that, there's a unique sort of supplementation that each person needs. And it's going to be based on those tests. Is that right? It's like, you know, Sammy needs something different than what Sally needs because they came back with completely different markers and protocols, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I realized later in the game after the diagnosis, because I was given some of these unique personalized precision medicine testing that was clear as day. I was vitamin B deficient. Mm. So that was a huge issue for me because of the toxic um, uh, exposure that was happening as well, because I wasn't able to get rid of like when I would work out and get a lot of lactic acid, I wasn't able to detoxify from that because I wasn't getting the nutrient support that I needed. So, um, I was actually deficient in a lot of nutrients again, even though I do have a very healthy diet, but my GI tract was in such disarray that I wasn't really absorbing those nutrients as efficiently as I should have been. And so it was sort of a double whammy. And, um, that's why I, again, you know, work with my clients to ensure that that's the first place we're starting with that complete nutrient picture. Um, Tony Robbins recently in his book, Life Force just talked about his issue with mercury poisoning. Mm. So that's another thing I test for are toxic elements. You know, do, does someone have mercury, arsenic, lead? If you get MRIs frequently, uh, the gladium that you get in the contrast that builds up in your body. Can we get rid of toxicity efficiently and effectively? Yes and no, because depending on your lifestyle, the amount of exercise you do puts stress on your body. So maybe you just need a little bit of support with that. And if you're also um, a big drinker or you don't get that much sleep or you're a smoker, these are all things that contribute to your ability to detoxify your body. Right. That's definitely going to affect how your specific nutrient balance is is going to go. So actually one thing that just popped into my head as you were talking was in business, uh, they talk about leading indicators and trailing indicators. Like people look a lot of times at income, but in income is actually a trailing indicator. So a leading indicator might be something like, well, how many phone calls did you make? Or how many new clients did you start? Right. And it, it, it's sort of like, if you talk about the difference between conventional medicine and what you do, you're, you're looking at leading indicators. You mentioned B, you're, you're low in B vitamins. You were low, you know, you were deficient in a, an array of vitamins, minerals, nutrients. And then the result, the trailing indicator was that cancer diagnosis. Well, once we get the cancer diagnosis, 
it's not too late. Obviously, you can come back from that as you did. But it is very late in the game versus if you were just you just found out early on that, hey, you're deficient in these five minerals and these amino acids and whatever else you test for. Right. Would, would you say that's pretty accurate? And, and how would you go a little bit deeper into that? Great question. So, yes, I do test for amino acids. I test for organic acids and, um, you know, a lot of different nutrients. And again, B vitamins being very pivotal, as well as the whole omega family. So, and I don't just test as like a direct measure that when you go and you get, you know, say your vitamin D at your doctor, they're going to give you what's called a direct measure, which means everybody falls into a reference range and your need for vitamin D could be different from my need based on a lot of different biochemistry that we have. Um, and our detoxification pathways, our heart risk, you know, risk for a heart episode, those types of things also play into it, which again, has to do a lot with genetics, but you're not a victim of your genes either. So people say, Oh, I have a heart, heart issue in my family. Well, a lot of people do, but it doesn't mean that right. you have to fall victim to it because we can take things into account that actually help with that. So yes, I mean, the deep dive into the, the biomarkers, it helps you from having some of these genetic mutations kind of pop. So as long as everything is in balance, and again, it's very simple test, we can help you get on the right track with not only supplementation, but also dietary changes, you know, different things that you can eat um, that'll just help you get things naturally in your diet, which people don't even realize that, you know, they, they think, oh, I just have to get on a bunch of supplements. Now I'd rather we work on your food and make sure you're taking the right amount of nutrients in that way. Right. But That's it's a whole nice. system. Yeah. It's a whole system. So I, I like to take that approach. Yeah. Yeah. So, so once somebody comes, they, they test first, then you meet with them, probably analyze the test, talk to them about different lifestyle things that may have led to that and different things that they can do going forward. What's, uh, I know it's going to depend on the person and, and the situation, but sort of when do you visit with them next? Is it a week down the line, a month? What's, yeah. what's sort of the protocol with that? I, the way I work is on a four month program. So that's usually the baseline. When people come in, I immediately send them the testing so that we can get that in because it takes about three or four weeks to come back. And then, um, in the interim, we have meetings weekly to discuss goals. So this could be career love, um, you know, health goals, whatever it might be, you know, if someone's at, at top athlete and they're looking to PR in their next marathon. You know, those are things that I want to know so that we can really hone in and, and get that person on that track to that goal. And so um, we'll meet monthly every week or for the first month every week. And then in the second month is when I get the results back. So I want to definitely take a deep dive into that and help them understand exactly what's going on why I'm making the recommendations as far as not only dietary changes, but supplementation as well. And then um, we'll have two meetings for the second month and then um, 30 minute meetings thereafter for month three and four, because by the main part of it happens in that first and second month, but 
I also want to make sure that we're getting to that end goal. And I do have clients who work with me for even longer. They just, they can't let me go. So we work on, um, you know, it could be email questions, you know, if they're tweaking different things, maybe they ran the marathon and now they want to run another marathon in six months and how can they recover fully from that and then ramp back up on their training. And, you know, there's so many different things that we discuss. So the, the general program is four months though. Okay, great. So I, I think what you're doing is great because you're approaching this from two different sides, right? So I'm thinking of two very extremes, right? One extreme is like, let's say someone's doing all the right things, like their behavior is just spot on, right? They're, they're motivated, they're working out properly, right? They're, they're watching like Rocky movies to stay motivated. And, you know, they're going to the gym, they're lifting, they're running, they're doing all that. And maybe they're getting their body fat down, they're getting more muscle, they're getting more endurance but they haven't addressed what's, you know, gut health. They, they don't know what their, uh, their mineral and amino acids and all that. Right. So there, there's one extreme and that's more of the behavioral, right. And they're, they're getting a plus in behavioral, but they haven't addressed anything else. And then there's the other extreme where maybe somebody who they, they got all their markers and they're taking care of all that sort of the clinical things, right. They get in the blood tests and everything like that, but they aren't addressing the other issues, maybe their motivation, or maybe they don't have any motivation. Maybe they don't know what direction they want to go. So their behavior is not sort of lining up. Right. And I can think of people who I I've, you know, clients of mine in the past who have been at both extremes, but you're sort of bringing them together. You're saying, let's make sure your biochemistry is right. Let's make sure you're digesting the food that you're eating. And let's make sure you're incorporating the daily habits that you need to incorporate to reach those goals, right? Now, my question, my question for you is this, is that it, it seems like most people that I've been interviewing on this show, especially, and even myself included, sort of like gravitate toward one or the other. There's like that clinical, let's test you, let's do all that. And then there's the behavior modification. What got you to the point where you're, you're like, you know what, we need both. We're gonna incorporate both of these things. What, what got you there? What really got me there was this diagnosis with breast cancer because yeah. I was, you know, as I said, the healthiest, right? So I was exercising and eating right and doing all the things, but I wasn't taking care of myself spiritually. So I had all of this, not only oxidative stress built up, but I also had a lot of anxiety and stress with my work and my personal life that was also affecting me on that cellular level, or they call it mitochondria, which when your mitochondria starts acting up, then it's inevitably going to be, again, a diagnosis, a problem, something's going to happen. So while I was really taken back by the diagnosis, when I started to piece together all the parts of the puzzle and realized, okay, I didn't have the specialty lab testing. So I wasn't getting that personalized medicine. No one was talking to me about any kind of meditation, mindfulness, just taking a deep breath, you know, and just like taking a step back. So, and a lot of my clients are high performing people. They are type A's, they're gunning for that 5am exercise. And, you know, they're, they're putting a lot of stress on their body. And I start working with clients who have never done a meditation practice before, and we take baby steps. And I talk about meditation to my clients as if it were a workout. So there are many different types of workouts. You know, there's 
weight training, there's Zumba, there's, you know, CrossFit, there's all these different types. And I say, you know, some days maybe I just kind of want to do like a light meditation because that's all I can really get my head around in that moment. Some days I want to just literally be there for an hour and just be in my own head. So there's no one way to do it. There's no right or wrong way to do it, but bar none, the biggest thing I get is I can't do that. I can't just sit there and do that. Nothing. (laughs) So I take baby steps with them. You know, we work on box breathing, which is inhaling for four, holding at the top, exhaling for four, holding at the bottom. And I'll say, let's just do it for two breaths. Let's try it. (laughs) Right. Very achievable, attainable. Yeah, exactly. And it's part of our goal setting. You know, we set a goal just like everything else. Okay. If you're running five days a week or six days a week, let's do meditation for three. Okay. Mm. Let's start small and let's do it for five minutes, three minutes before you get out of bed in the morning. You know, it doesn't have to be candles lit and, you know, (laughs) a whole practice with a towel on your head or a monk robe on. Light light some incense and... (laughs) I mean, that's lovely. And I think it's great, but I realized how super important it was for me to have that component in my life and the changes it's made and the amount of, you know, research on it. I do, um, another thing, if people are more advanced and say, they've already been meditating, we talk about heart centered breathing. So I do a lot with the heart math foundation and work on, you know, different data points there. I have a lot of clients who really love data. So I just love to feed the beast when it comes to the data and heart math, you know, you wear um, a thing on your ear, which measures your heart rate variability and your coherence with how long and how deep you're in your heart center. So there are a lot of different ways, but that's why it's so important to get all these different factors into one to really truly have life life optimization and then you know where you are and that way you know what you can address and the things that you're sort of already good at you can kind of put on the back burner a little bit and focus on where you really are kind of i guess deficient but um tara i want to give you a chance uh to end the show with a firework show a motivational speech that you're going to give let's say at a college graduation on how you think the students can get the most out of their lives. So what's your 30 second to one minute motivational speech? Real big picture. You can go whatever direction you want to go. Wow. (laughs) This is definitely an on the spot motivational speech moment here. So to quote my friend, Mel Robbins, she says, motivation is garbage. And I would have to agree with that. And it's also something that you practice doing just like every other thing in your life. You know, you don't go out tomorrow and run a marathon. It takes months of preparation and practice. And um, just to really take that to heart and understand that you don't have to do everything and be everything to everyone all the time. And that taking some time for yourself and really truly, again, being present, being in the moment, not um, allowing yourself to just uh, unravel at every small little thing that happens in your life is really, really what true happiness is about. And at the end of the day, bringing happiness into not only your life and to the world is really going to make the collective energy a much better place and a much more fulfilling world to live in. 
And so all I ask is that you keep practicing. There's no such thing as perfection. And you can be perfectly imperfect and bring your unique gifts out to the world and bring your purpose to life for everyone to benefit. And so with that, I just wish everyone wonderful health, happiness, and success in life. Nice. Well, Tara, how do people get in touch with you? What's your website, um, social media? Uh, the name of my company is Montara Life. So it's M-A-N-T-A-R-A Life. And um, I took that because there are 21 Taras and each of them have a mantra. So I named the company Montara Life and uh, it's MontaraLife.com. I'm on TikTok, Montara Life, Instagram, Montara Life. <laughs> so please find me, uh, go to my website. You can fill out an application to work with me right there on my website, www.MontaraLife.com. Perfect. Well, again, this is Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke here today with Tara Perrin. Thank you, Tara, so much. Really appreciate you joining me today on the show. Thank you so much, Chris. It was a pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you again. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.